You're listening to Come Follow Me Weekly, a weekly podcast with thoughts and insights for the Come Follow Me lessons of The Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. I'm your host, Heather Weber. Thanks for being here with me this week. The title of this week's lesson is By Faith All Things Are Fulfilled, and it covers Ether chapters 12 through 15. I hope that this week's episode goes better than last week's. Last week when I was recording, I'd said something that when I said it, I thought, oh, that's not quite right, and I need to go back and fix that. Well, I forgot to fix it. And so I published my episode about 45 minutes later. I was like, wait a minute, I forgot to fix that. So I unpublished my episode, deleted it, fixed the audio, republished it. But by that time, it had already been out for about 45 minutes, and I think close to 200 people had already listened to it. So hopefully the revised version made it out there and everything turned out okay. I don't know. (laughs) I'm a one-man operation over here. (laughs) The opening paragraph of this week's lesson says, Ether's prophecies to the Jaredites were great and marvelous. He told them of all things from the beginning of man. He foresaw the days of Christ and the latter-day New Jerusalem. And he spoke of hope for a better world, yea, even a place at the right hand of God. But the Jaredites rejected his words for the same reason people often reject the prophecies of God's servants today, because they see them not. It takes faith to believe in promises or warnings about things we can't see, just as it took faith for Ether to prophesy of great and marvelous things to an unbelieving people. It took faith for Moroni to trust that the Lord could take his weaknesses in writing and turn them into strength. It's this kind of faith that makes us sure and steadfast, always abounding in good works, being led to glorify God. And it's this kind of faith by which all things are fulfilled. And isn't that exactly what we need right now, is hope for a better world and an anchor for our souls that will help us to be sure and steadfast? And we can have that through faith in our Savior Jesus Christ and through living his gospel. Moroni goes on to talk to us about faith. In verse 6 he says, I would show unto the world that faith is things which are hoped for and not seen. Wherefore, dispute not because ye see not. For you receive no witness until after the trial of your faith. Faith is using our agency to trust the promises of a person we can't see or know in person right now. But we can feel him and know that he is there. To me, it's just a perfect plan because it causes every person to have to come to that on their own. I can't give my faith to you or to my children. I can tell you about my experiences or my thoughts. But in the end, each one of us has to use our own agency and make our own choices, whether or not to put our trust in the promises of the gospel. And it's after we use that agency to trust and to have faith to step out into the dark that we see those promises and blessings come to pass in our lives. And when we do that, our faith leads to hope, that hope for a better world that Ether talks about. Moroni talks about us being partakers of the heavenly gift, which is the ability to have that hope for things that we cannot see. The more we exercise our faith, the more access we have to that hope and the more at peace our lives become. Moroni tells us that if we have no faith, God can do no miracles. And he gives several examples from these records of where that was true. He talks about Alma and Amulek trying to preach the gospel to people who just wanted to kill them, and in the end they were protected. Nephi and Lehi chose to preach to people who, on the surface, seemed to be a lost cause, but in the end they were baptized and became spiritually strong people. In verse 18, Moroni says, And neither at any time hath any wrought miracles until after their faith. Wherefore, they first believed in the Son of God. It all starts with belief in our Savior. Alma told us that even if we just have a desire to believe, we are on the right track. 
We just need to let that desire work in us and keep moving forward. President Uchtdorf said, When you and I talk to people about faith and belief, don't we often hear, I wish I could believe the way you do? Implied in such a statement is one of Satan's deceptions, that belief is available to some people but not to others. There is no magic to belief, but wanting to believe is the necessary first step. God is no respecter of persons. He is your Father. He wants to speak to you. However, it requires a little scientific curiosity. It requires an experiment upon the Word and the exercise of a particle of faith. It also takes a little humility, and it requires an open heart and an open mind. It requires seeking in the full meaning of the Word. And perhaps hardest of all, it requires being patient and waiting upon the Lord. And then he goes on to say, Because of our belief, we will never hunger, never thirst. The gifts of God's grace will enable us to be true to our faith, and we will fill our souls like a well of water springing up into everlasting life. We will experience true and lasting joy. I thought it was pretty interesting that in the internet version of the Come Follow Me lessons, they have inserted President Nelson's message on gratitude in this part of this week's lesson. So if you find this lesson online, there's a link to his message. And President Nelson's advice to us, to me, is a great example of this very principle. He told us to take seven days and share what we're grateful for on social media, and that if we spend this week focusing on gratitude, our lives will be happier. That seems like such a simple thing. How could that help solve the huge problems that we're all facing? And yet look what it's doing. I wake up every day, and instead of reading depressing news, <laughs> I spend some time thinking about what I'm most grateful for and for all of the good things in my life, and I feel that changing my heart. I really struggled a lot this year with anxiety and angry feelings, and this is really helping me. I can't believe I'd never thought of this myself. <laughs> and we don't have to stop after the seven days is over, or if you never even started, you can start today. We can do this anytime or all the time. President Uchtdorf also talked about gratitude as an act of faith. He said, Being grateful in our circumstances is an act of faith in God. It requires that we trust God and hope for things we may not see, but which are true. By being grateful, we follow the example of our beloved Savior who said, Not my will, but thine be done. True gratitude is an expression of hope and testimony. It comes from acknowledging that we do not always understand the trials of life, but trusting that one day we will. And I also have faith and hope that someday we will. We'll see the reasons behind everything we're going through right now. And because of our Savior, we can have hope. You know, we hear a lot about people who have a crisis of faith and they end up leaving the church. And as I think about that, I wonder if those people just had faith in the wrong thing. If their faith was in the church or in people— I can see where that can be hard because people aren't perfect and sometimes we disappoint each other. But if our faith is rooted in our Savior, we will never be disappointed. He's perfect and he loves us perfectly. Moroni goes on to talk about how he was worried that people would just make fun of these writings because it was kind of an awkward process for them to get all these things down. They could speak with the Spirit, but to get those thoughts down on plates, Moroni just couldn't see how this was going to work out. And he was so worried about it that he talked it over with the Lord. And the Lord said to him, Fools mock, but they shall mourn. And my grace is sufficient for the meek, that they shall take no advantage of your weakness. 
And if men come unto me, I will show unto them their weakness. I give unto men weakness, that they may be humble. And my grace is sufficient for all men that humble themselves before me. For if they humble themselves before me, and have faith in me, then will I make weak things become strong unto them. Behold, I will show unto the Gentiles their weakness, and I will show unto them that faith, hope, and charity bringeth unto me the fountain of all righteousness. Moroni found a lot of peace in these words, and so can we. Our Savior makes up the difference for what we lack, and it's because of that that I know we can accomplish anything He asks us to do. It's also comforting for me to know that we have weaknesses for a reason. It's not because we're somehow bad or deficient. It's in working through our struggles that we become better and become the people that our Heavenly Father knows we can be. The Savior came to this earth to complete His atonement for a reason, and that reason is every single one of us. When I was asked to be the Young Women's President, I wanted to say no with every fiber of my being. (laughs) I'm a great support person, but being in charge is not my favorite thing to do. I just don't have a lot of confidence in that area. But I said yes, because I know that as I try my best, I will be a different person at the end of this calling, and hopefully some of my current weaknesses will become strengths. And I really look forward to that, even though I know getting there will probably stretch me in some uncomfortable ways. And when you look at Moroni, his feelings are very relatable. He felt like he was terrible at writing and that what he wrote would be so bad that people would just make fun of it. But his words are some of the most powerful in the whole Book of Mormon. With our Savior, we are capable of so much more than we think we are. We can be an amazing force for good in this world if we just keep trying. In the lesson, it directs us to the topic of grace in the Gospel Topic section of the church website, and it says this, The grace of God helps us every day. It strengthens us to do good works we could not do on our own. The Lord promised that if we humble ourselves before Him and have faith in Him, His grace will help us overcome all our personal weaknesses. The rest of the chapters in this lesson this week give the details of the end of the Jaredite people. Ether kept trying to prophesy to the people. It says that his prophecies were great and marvelous, but the people didn't care, and eventually Ether had to go hide out in a cave where he kept a record of everything that was happening to his people. At one point, the Lord came to Ether and told him to go tell Coriantumr that if he repented, the Lord would spare his people, but if he didn't repent, he would live to see their entire destruction. Well, Coriantumr didn't really care what Ether had to say, so he didn't repent, and neither did his family, and Ether had to run back and hide in his cave. There were battles and more battles and a curse upon the land, and eventually nearly two million of Coriantumr's people had been killed. And at this point, after Coriantumr had been spending some time recovering from a battle wound, he thought about the words of Ether and all of the prophets, and he could see that these things were now coming to pass. Everything that they had said was now happening. And he felt pretty bad about it, and he started to have a more humble heart. So he wrote a letter to Shiz, who was the commander of the opposing army, telling him that he would give up the kingdom to save the lives of the people. Well, Shiz basically said that if he could just kill Coriantumr himself, then he might think about it. And this just made Coriantumr and his army really mad. So things didn't improve, and they went back to fighting. The people of Coriantumr and Shiz each spent four years gathering up and arming all of their people. They enlisted everyone, even the women and children, and gave them all armor and swords. And I'm sure you can all see where this was going. (laughs) They battled and they battled until only the strongest people were left. And they battled again until only Shiz and Coriantumr were left. Starting in verse 29 of chapter 15, it says this, 
And it came to pass that when they had all fallen by the sword, save it were Coriantumr and Shiz, behold, Shiz had fainted with the loss of blood. And it came to pass that when Coriantumr had leaned upon his sword, that he rested a little, he smote off the head of Shiz. And it came to pass that after he had smitten off the head of Shiz, that Shiz raised up on his hands and fell. And after that he had struggled for breath, he died. And it came to pass that Coriantumr fell to the earth and became as if he had no life. And these are the last words of Ether. He says, Whether the Lord will that I be translated, or that I suffer the will of the Lord in the flesh, it mattereth not, if it so be that I am saved in the kingdom of God. Amen. We have one book left in the Book of Mormon. And so far, the moral of the story hasn't changed one bit. Once again, we see that when we stick with the Lord, we can be safe and happy, and ultimately we have peace. When we don't, we're 100% on our own, and things sometimes don't turn out so well. We have a living prophet today. I absolutely loved his message that he shared last week. I was just sobbing through the whole thing. (laughs) He very plainly gave us an antidote for our current struggles, having an attitude of gratitude. And I just wanted to take a minute and let all of you know how grateful I am for you. So many of you with kind words and prayers on my behalf have just blessed my life in more ways than you can ever know. So thank you for listening to my random thoughts and for being so kind. Studying these lessons brings me peace, and I'm grateful that I get to share that with other people. And those are my thoughts for this week. Today I've been busy making pretzel jello salad, mashed potatoes, pumpkin dessert. I'm getting ready for tomorrow for the big day. (laughs) It's been fun this week having my family home. I hope you're all enjoying your Thanksgiving holiday if you live in the United States and that you're having fun with family and friends. Don't forget that you can find me on Instagram at comefollowmeweekly or you can email me at cfmweekly at gmail.com. And if you'd like to leave me a rating or a review on Apple Podcasts, I would appreciate it. Thanks. Thanks.